The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 111. Saturday, October 4th, 2008. So this is The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. And what is this? Episode 111? 111. I am Rob. You are Greg. I was going to say that the significance of the number 111, yeah, when I was a freshman in college at uh, Rutgers University, uh, 111 was the <laughs> was the introductory computer science class that I, oh, that I got yes. s- stuck in. What? Oh, yes, my friend. The 111, the computer. It was actually a white guy that taught it. He worked, I don't know if he worked for Bell Labs or something, but anyway, I had gone there to major in computer science. Going into college, I had no idea what computer science actually was. I mean, how could I? Coming from our school. (laughs) High school. Using 20-year-old Apple II computers. Yeah, you know, when they asked, like, oh, what's your pro? if you have any programming experience or whatever, and, and, and like, everybody in the class had to say it, and I was like, uh, yeah, I had, I, I learned basic in ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> and the professor's like, uh, yeah, that isn't going to help you at all. <laughs> I'm like, could you oh, imagine, man. uh, could you imagine you graduate college and then you get a job at Microsoft or Google? And you try to program a the new version of Microsoft Word and Basic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to go to line ten. <laughs> you know, now to be like go to line one million six hundred forty one thousand yeah, two. And actually, there was another computer class that was like one ten. That everybody like because they would force you to take these classes in every like discipline. But I think all that one was was like making a web page. Well, our other friends who went to Rutgers and had the computer program, maybe it was 110 or 101. I don't know what it was. They took the easier one. Yeah, but well, that's why I did the Indian voice, because they had an Indian teacher who they really couldn't understand. And he said that the first couple of days he taught them – this is the monitor, this is the mouse, <laughs> this is the uh, keyboard, and, uh, you know, like, yeah, 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 we know, this is going to be, oh, this class is going to be easy, we're going to get an A. No. And then after a week, they got into basic programming. Mm-hmm. And I had to help them all because they were completely lost. What was the programming language? Basic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had well, to tell them what to do. Oh, that's terrible. Well, I had this 111, and basically the, all this guy did, and this is why I hated, I hate when the colleges would have these special lecturers, nah. you know, which was essentially a waste because the, all the people would, they'd just come in there and they'd have like note cards or basically what this guy was doing was he had the overhead projector. And he had, you know, slides for the overhead projector, you know, written on the transparent paper. Yeah. And he would just he'd just go through them one after the other after the other, never explain anything, nothing. He would just read off. So 
those few classes, he just started reading code. Can you imagine the the idiocy of trying to to understand a class in, co in computer programming language, and this guy's just reading code? He's not even explaining what it does. He's just <laughs> reading. He, he's it just talking to you like one zero one one zero one. No, it, well, actually, what happened was the one eleven. Here, here was the. There, this was the most hilarious thing about that school at the time. One eleven was taught in Pascal. From the seventies, <laughs> yeah, Pascal, which has not, had not been used in an, a business or technical application at that time in like twenty five years. What was it? So, punch cards? Yeah, no, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> was so, it the Loom? No, you know <laughs> Charles Babbage. Yeah, no, nah. no, it wasn't the Univac or whatever. What was that? That Lady Lovelace or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was terrible. So I went from knowing only basic to having to try and figure out Pascal, which was a disaster in its own uh, right. And I just couldn't figure it out. And this guy was no help. He was terrible. Then I remember that, the, you know, the joke of it was this stupid Russian kids because they had all – see, a lot of these kids had come from, like, like better high schools or even private schools. And they had, like, every single college class that would be, like, a 101, 102. They already had it in high school in advanced placement. You know, so they basically took the college class in high school. So they were all a year ahead of me. And, you know, they were like – they are like – what is wrong with you? You cannot understand this. This is easy class. I had no clue what I was doing. So the next class, which was 112, um, was not in Pascal or basic. It was in regular C. If you went into that school, you went from not knowing a programming, somehow having to learn Pascal, and then being taught C, a completely different language. However, the instructor never taught it. He from day one he went right into writing programs. Jeez. And me and this other guy that was in my dorm were like looking at each other like, uh, yeah, no, we can't do this. <laughs> this is this is absolutely pointless. And um, so what did you do? Well, I tr I had to transfer out of the school. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the whole school just because of one class? I, went, I remember I went to my one of the advisors in the dean build, dean's building there, and I'm like, uh, yeah, what am I supposed to do here? I'm like, I, I want to major in something with computers. This is all you have. You don't have any other major that has anything to do with computers. And I can't pass any of these classes. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I'm like, your, 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 your teachers, they're not even professors, don't teach the language. They just start writing programs. They won't teach you anything. Yeah, the guy's like, sense. well, what do you want to do? I'm like, well, you're not giving me a choice. I want out of here. <laughs> so what did you do? I had to transfer up to the uh, Newark campus. How come? What do you mean, how come? I just told you why. I know, but why, out of all the schools in the country, why Newark? Because I had an academic scholarship to Rutgers, and I was uh. able to transfer it to Newark, so... Well, did did Newark, New Jersey have better computer 
classes. The thing was, if you trans, even though you transferred to Rutgers Newark, the New Jersey Institute of Technology is right across the street. You actually took almost all of your computer classes there. So, and but in any case, I, I went through their course catalog, and I was reading it. I'm like, I'm like, these are good classes. You know, there's database classes and and classes in managing computer systems, and it was all like these a lot more a lot wider range of classes and and you know business and management aspects to it and not like the new brunswick curriculum which was i mean it was like 20 years in the past this <laughs> they're teaching you pascal c it was all programming did they and have apple two computers they had um they had the the crappiest pcs i'd ever seen in a, in a college um <laughs> they had macintoshes which were useless yeah and the third one they had these uh uh sun os terminals unix yeah which were almost completely useless <laughs> yeah it, it, it was it was just a disaster so i get up to newark and forget about ngit just rutgers newark i i go in the computer lab and again this is like 1998 they had Pentium computers with internet access that actually worked. I, I was like in shock. And it was funny. I went, the, I took the first class. It was like computers and programming 101. And they were teaching it in C++. And with C++ is, it is a much more modern language than C or Pascal. Plus, they made it standard so that you once you learn C++, any programming course from that point on was in C++. You didn't have to learn another language. And, you know, the professor in the class, after one week, Rob, one week, I knew how to write in C++. <laughs> Not, wow. like, you know, extravagantly. In, in the first class, that 111 class, the first assignment was to have whatever the hell the, the compiler or whatever was to have it display on the screen. Hello, my name is whatever. Yeah. I could not get that to work. Something that simple. I could not get it to work. And within like the first 15 minutes, I figured it out in Newark and, and the C++. But uh, yeah, so that's my computer science lesson. <laughs> In what what could be possibly the most boring episode we've ever done. <laughs> Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. We went to the Regis Philbin Show. Regis! Live, Live with, with Regis! Yeah, live with Regis and Kelly on uh, a couple weeks ago, September 10th. Yeah, we, we posted a blog about that. The guest was Wayne Brady. <laughs> Wayne Brady. Of course. The only the only thing worthwhile he has ever done was that, that one episode he did at the Chappelle show where he <laughs> acts like a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Well, here's the backstory to the, the Regis. So my mother watches Regis all the time. 
and I sent in for tickets. And my sister was supposed to go, but she had to work, so I had extra, so I invited you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so you, you went on there on your own, and I had to drive in there. And, of course, the traffic leading into Lincoln Tunnel was pretty bad. And driving through Manhattan, it's taking forever. And I don't know how I was, I don't how I was going to make it there. And then I get to the point where I get to Columbus Circle. And Columbus <laughs> Circle is, it's, it's a circle. Yep. And it, it, you, you, there's different directions you can go there. So I had to get on Central Park West. Well, it's like the European vacation. Yes. You know, big, hey, look, kids, it's Big Ben, Parliament. <laughs> you know, and, and Clark Griswold starts crying because he can't get out of there. <laughs> Just keeps going in a circle. And, um, yeah, so I, I I see the signs. And, of course, New York, it's lovely signs. They have no arrows in this city. They can't point you anywhere. I, I don't understand that. So... The sign says Central Park West, keep right. Okay. So I kept right. And all of a sudden I'm I'm going down, I'm going down the road, and I'm like, wait, this is not right. The park Central Park is on my left. That means I'm going <laughs> south. So I was going the wrong, I was on Central Park South. So explain to me how if you go south, it's Central Park South. But if you go north, it's Central Park West. Because it's on the west side. What Central Park South then? The south side. <laughs> God. There's right, east so and west. So I was west. going east then. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You must have been. If Central Park was on your left, then yeah, you must right. have been going. So I, I realized that after a few streets, I'm like, I got to get off of here. So I make a right. I make another right. I think I, I got onto like 6th Avenue or something. And it was stopped the traffic was not moving and then i realized why there was 16 freaking tour buses blocking the road yep so i finally get through there and finally get to the place i am cursing swearing unbelievably i know you were screaming <laughs> i i you i have not been that irate in a long time it, it just Made me insane. So then I get there, and you're you're already there. So we we go in there, and I they send us over to the side, but we're supposed to have a ticket. Yeah, well, the letter that you received said be there yeah. at seven forty five or something like that. Yeah, we got there like eight forty five. Yeah, eight forty five. And it was fine. They didn't even let the people in yet. So I'm like, oh, yeah. why would we get in at 745 if we're and then what? We just have to stand around for an hour. So it worked out. Yeah, it was fine. So we get in there. We had to sit all the way to the right in the corner, you know, which was fine. You could still see the, the Regis and Kelly pretty well there. So, you know, we get in there and then we, we, we learned that the one of the guests was supposed to be Shirley MacLaine. It was awful. <laughs> so luckily she wasn't there. So they're like, yeah, uh, so listen, Shirley McCain is not going to be here. They already taped her segment. Uh, Wayne Brady is still here. <laughs> and um, at the end of the show, you know, 10 a.m., 
they're going to be they're going to be uh, something for for next week uh, as as kind of a surprise. And if you'd like to, you're more than welcome to stay and and you know be part of the audience for that. So I go oh, okay, yeah, that that's good. You know, as as so all right, so the show starts and you know the guy Gelman is out there, a producer, and hey Gelman, and he's he's telling everyone how to clap and you know and and he's giving all these like directions on how to clap. Right. And then when the show started, he did nothing. Of course. You know, like he's supposed to, you know, give that wave with his hand, like, you know, Oh, more and more and more. He did nothing. So well, we um, know when to clap. Come on. Uh, We're professionals. So, uh, they start the show and, you know, here comes Regis and Kelly and uh, Regis starts by, you know, they, they do their like chit chat and, you know, talking about completely pointless things and you know, it's boring. And Regis is reading the newspaper. And he said something that, that Barack Obama had said. And but he got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like say it exactly how it's supposed to be. And I guess after one of the commercials, the the, the Gelman and the other people are like, oh no, you you know, you got this wrong. <laughs> Regis just starts what? I said it how you told me to say it. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? You gotta give me the right thing here. I know. Regis. I know. And he was kind of like perturbed the rest of the day. I have to say, I, I know Regis is old, but I used to watch him on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and I, I still watch the reruns and all that. And I guess that I guess they're about seven, eight, nine years old, but. I don't know. He came out and seeing him up close and in person to me, he looked way older than he looks on TV. <laughs> Everybody does. I guess. I mean, what'd you think about when you saw Dennis Haskins? Oh my. <laughs> oh, he looked horrible. <laughs> no, Regis didn't look that bad. Yeah, well, look, Regis Feldman is 77 years old. So, you know, I mean, it's not like... But he doesn't uh, look that old on TV. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't think he looks that bad. It's fine. I didn't say he looked bad. I just expected him to look a little bit younger. But he's 77 years old. I know, but I'm used to looking at him on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> they have that soft lighting. Yeah. Lots of makeup. Well, that was the one thing I was amazed at, at the, you know, the studio that they use there is not very big. Yeah. And, and I just couldn't believe how many lights they have. <laughs> I know there were about a thousand. It was like 50 lights going in every direction. I'm like, geez, you need these many lights? What is that Begley going to think? They might have solar panels on the roof. I don't know. I doubt it. They should. Yeah, so, uh, so Regis, uh, did a show and uh, Wayne Brady. They were, I don't even remember what they were talking about. And uh, then he gave his performance and he was singing and eh. horrible. <laughs> he was, he was bad. Yeah, he was so bad. It's Wayne Brady. We expect. Um, and you, you, you were noticing something about his hair. Yeah. His, his hairline is very strange, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's like, it's like too straight or something, you know. It's, it's, it's like too perfect. I don't know what the deal. Well, it's was. too far back, and it's just, it's just weird. 
He just has weird, uh, weird shaped hair. So, so they do that, and then the show is over. And I was gonna say, and and then they say, oh, you know the, you know we're having the Guinness Book of World Record Week next week, so we're gonna be taping a segment where someone's, you know, people are gonna be trying to break a, a world record. Yeah, great. Some stupid hack joke that they're gonna do. <laughs> and so they put out these stools. I guess yeah, okay, people are gonna be sitting there. And, you know, we're all sitting there and, and you know, then I, I look on the screen and they have these these like movies on their TVs in the background. And I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, th- th- that's NASCAR cars that they've got on there. Like, what is this? And uh, so then we saw a sign and they, they were having guys from NASCAR. Yeah. So which is, which I, is something that you are a fan of. Yes. So here I am. I started the day off screaming at the top of my lungs for like half an hour while I'm trying to drive through Manhattan. You know, and now, oh, you know, are we too late? We're not going to get into the show. And oh, oh, we don't have a ticket. We're not going to get into the show. And, you know, all this. And then finally, finally, it could be the pawn schluck turning around for us. So... It's the NASCAR guys. It's Jimmy Johnson, who's a two-time defending champion. Uh, Carl Edwards, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, uh, a uh, guy named Clint Boyer, and of course, my guy, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yes. Who I have never met before, and I guess the closest I have seen him is sitting in the stands at the track while he's going back. He's going by about 100 feet away on the back of a pickup truck. Uh, yeah, so I was like in, in shock, couldn't believe it. So, okay, so here they come out and they're taping this segment and then they, you know, they all talk and all. And then the, I guess with the, there were the record they were trying to break was throwing a scoop of ice cream, catching it in a cone, which made no <laughs> sense. I know. So they, they had all the drivers and Regis and Kelly dressed up like the Ghostbusters and uh, they start, you know, trying to throw the stuff, and it's a disaster, and then nobody catches anything, and, you know, whatever, and, and you took a bunch of pictures of it, and, you know, it was, oh, you know, it was so exciting, and, you know, then at the end of it, what were the things we were hoping was that we could get a picture with Regis. Yeah, well, that's why Regis. we went. Well, no. They just shuffled everybody out the door, no picture with Regis. Ah. <sighs> See the paunch luck. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then we're like, oh, you know, maybe we should hang around and see the NASCAR guys and they come out. And we didn't because I figured, uh, you know, oh, these guys, forget about it. They're, they'll shuffle them off into a limo. You never get at them. Well, apparently I was reading online that they had, as they were going out, they were talking to people on the outside. Uh, well, we didn't know. Yeah, I know. So paunch luck again. <laughs> So just just when you think the luck is turning in our favor, no. Well, we did post a lot of pictures in the blog post. Yeah, and a lot of your pictures were like the same exact picture of the crowd, like 25 times. <laughs> I don't know what you were doing. 
my logic is that if people who were there that day in no. the audience no you, do a no, search not, no then it's like oh look someone posted pic- a picture of me in the audience this is going to nail send the link to all their friends and then we'll become the number one website in the world. That is the dumbest (laughs) idea you have ever had on this show. (laughs) You know, the funny thing is, look, we got to try, right? Yeah. Well, I I was then (laughs) nothing else is working. (laughs) I then was looking for pictures, you know, like you had put the pictures up from that day. Yeah. And no one else Anywhere on the internet, in terms of accessible pictures, like on sites like Flickr, has put anything up there. See? There had to be at least 20 other people with cameras snapping away the whole time. Oh, yeah, I know. No one else posts pictures. What is this? They probably put it on their, like, Facebook or MySpace account, which, of course, we can't see because we're not friends with them. Yeah, that's useless. So then these people got to get with the web eh, 2.0 program. Yeah, you got to get a blog that nobody watches. Post your pictures. Come on. It's all about sharing. I know. So then I'm looking online. Right. And there were some there were some pictures that I guess some photographers I put or whatever of the NASCAR guys backstage. And I found one picture that somebody put up there that someone had taken a picture from the back of the stage looking at the NASCAR guys and, and at the audience. And you could see the people in the audience in it. And wouldn't you believe <laughs> that you and me are blocked out of this picture by the stupid gigantic camera? I know we're the only people blocked in the audience. The only ones. <laughs> Unbelievable. I could have had a picture I know it would have been an odd-looking picture, but it could have been a could have been a picture of me and Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the same place at the same time. Yeah. No. I was going to say no. then you took a picture <laughs> of the TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, what would happen was I set the TiVo to record it, and it came out. And again, I don't have I don't have any way of getting the video off of the TiVo, although I I don't think it would have helped the quality anyway. So the picture on the (laughs) the website is the only time that we're on camera is the very beginning intro of the show. And we're on camera, I swear, for like two seconds. Yeah, Yeah, I know, the whole entire time. Yeah, the camera is moving, you know, from the audience to the stage and we're just clapping. And the picture I took is I just took the picture from my 42-inch plasma TV. So I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think it would have come in any better than that uh, unless I had, unless maybe I had recorded it in HD. Yeah. Maybe then it would have been a little clearer. I don't, I don't know. Well, it's weird because why do they even bother having an audience if they only show it for a millisecond? Uh, yeah, I know. Just, just get a a, la- a, a, a clapping sound effect. Well, here's the other ridiculous. So th- that was that was a couple of weeks ago. So then the following Wednesday, they aired this segment with the NASCAR guys, and I, you know, I recorded it and all, and I'm watching it. And actually, I found it on YouTube too, so I downloaded it. And uh, I, I'll put a link in the comments. But um, I'm looking, 
and they actually pan to the audience one time for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know, it was this center section. And here's the crazy part. And again, the paunch luck. After the, the regular show was over 10 a.m., some people left. And we had the chance to move our seats into like the center section. Yeah. And we didn't. <laughs> and had we done that, we would have been on camera for that split second and in that picture. So, son of a bitch. What is wrong with you? You cannot understand this. This is easy class.